Support for this podcast comes from the patrons at patreon.com slash fmlfpl. How are we doing, brother? Ready to pod. Like it's fucking Christmas, potting on a Thursday. Battle station's ready. And I, game. it's just not Yeah. It's just not a chill vibing one. It's like, holy shit, there's games in a couple days. So much going on. Yeah, this is yeah, deadline day. This is gonna be an unedited, just fuck fest of a pod. I'm just gonna get it out as fast as possible because yeah. You know, the fucking deadline is really, really soon. <laughs> Actual deadline day felt like one of the dampest squib deadline days ever. Yeah, there wasn't that much action. It was like nothing. Yeah, pretty minor moves, I guess. But we'll we'll get to some of them. But FPL-wise, not many of interest for no, sure. No. But um, let's just start with maybe uh, our weeks. Sure. Um, I'll go. I got, so I did Parasitch in for Reese when that news was breaking because I wasn't too big of a fan of starting Pereira home Brighton. So I took a minus five with my free transfer (laughs) (laughs) and that's what I did there. Pereira getting no love from team Walsh. Yeah. I mean, it just, it's such a continuation of my life this week again with just, Goalkeeper, dude, I have fucking, I've gotten seven points out of my goalkeeping spot this year. That many? I thought it was maybe six. And my fucking Neto slash Rodrigo spot has also gotten me like six points. I don't know, seven, yeah. eight points. And I've yeah. all, that's, that's, I just, all I do is spend my transfers there every week and I just yeah. get and what's blank, Rabo? blank, blank, blank. I mean, Rabo's gotten, at least he had the I mean, he's one nine one point, good but game, basically but fucking yeah. nothing. That's been just the biggest. Those three spots have just like yeah been why I'm I am where I am. Yeah, because so every other pick you have is just you know you have Holland, Jesus, Martinelli, yeah. Cancelo, Trent, formerly Reese, now Paris, and Kukurea. Like that, that's just yeah. Well, Kukurea has also been bad since I got him, but yeah, I mean it's just those few picks. But anyway, yeah, yeah, eighty one. Pretty much what everyone who had Captain Holland got is like right around like yeah. 75 to 85 range. So I got a good green and I'm not wild carding. I'm probably almost certainly going to wild card next game week. Woo. Um, I just need to clean it up, you know, and I feel like I'm, I'm getting close to being ready to restructure like drastically. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I mean, the Rob is a big problem. Like, just the defense in general, I, I've been sort of taking these one week. I have, You know, I have to do something about Rodrigo. Yeah. Um, so I, I have some moves that I have in mind to make, but that, that'll be for next week, I think. And yeah. now that's me. How'd you do? Yeah, I like that. I wish I had a better way of, like, doing this share screen situation, but let me get my team up here. I think this is um, a good way. I like how it kind of... Yeah, it's not bad, right? Um, yeah, yeah, 79, like you said, if you capped Holland, you're right right around there. Um, I just saved my free, so Reese got auto-subbed out for the six from Pereira, which was huge. You know, no Cancelo, you know, he fucking... You know, he's a prolific goal scorer. The, the Kev pick on my wild card has been so far the biggest of my disasters. Um, 
you know, just getting two points in a four goal game and then bench sub on for one point. He really needs to pay me back this week. Uh, that's, yeah. that's really, really what I need from him big time. Yeah. Um, yep. because that's like where I put all the money that I took out of defense is basically him. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, but yeah, I have all the other picks that, you know, most people have. I'm getting worried about my palace lack of cleans, especially that, that piece, that little piece of an article you sent me was like not encouraging, but you know, I'll, I'll roll with them for now. I'm not going to panic about it or anything. Team's fine. Good to get a green after my fucking nightmare. Um, you know, so I feel relatively back on track a little bit. So yeah, I mean, palace conceding late. Under Vieira what else with the center back. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, this is a bigger, like, footy thing, I guess. But, like, anderson he pairing, I feel like is gets a lot of, like, plaudits and, you know, yeah. accolades of, like, wow, like, they're both young. Like, they both have these this insane passing range. Like, they right. allow for so much tactically and the spacing yeah. and blah, blah. They are fucking so bad at playing defense together. Like it's, it's past the point, I think, of alarm to just like they're not very good defensively. And yeah. the amount of times they lose men and can't track, you know, runners into the box and transitions. And when the ball gets, you know, is, is out wide and, you know, there's some movement in and around them is just, it's commonplace. And I think the, you know, you look at the underlyings of like, oh, well, Palace defense is good because the underlyings. Yeah. That only tells a small portion. I mean, part of why they are good at center backing is that they don't have to center back much because they allow for us to dominate and be on the front foot a lot, right? Right. But right. when they do have those few questions asked, you know, they don't often answer all of them in one game. <laughs> and it's, you know, it does make the clean sheets, you know, you know, a little bit tenuous and yeah. it sucks. I mean, I, I was thinking about it in relation to Liverpool too. It's like, you can be really good, but if you have like two Van Dykes, which is like, you know, kind of Gay and Anderson are like budget Van Dykes, it's like you need someone to go get the ball. That's why like you need that Matip, you need that Canante to pair with them. Yeah. We always talk about Murdasacker and Kashelny just because we loved them. But, you know, I always oh like my, my ape brain is like you need someone to go get the ball and you need someone who sits. It's a sort of sweeper stopper of the past but you know how how it translates now and and that's why i'm really curious about playing three at the back more because i yes and i don't know what's going on with richards like he seems to just not like him at all or he maybe he just doesn't think he's ready at all because he's young no i know but i mean you'd think in the three at the back i mean granted we're doing in in tough opposition but like he's playing ward clients like you know, but uh, I mean, maybe at three at the back that they could kind of be hidden. Those deficiencies can be hidden a little bit more. I don't, I don't know, but you know, yeah. it's, it's I annoying. mean, that sounds really good to me. Yeah. If you could get someone like that, that you could trust, but you know, we have no, we'll say. anyway, we didn't want to, go anyway, let me update the leads. We got our first mug winners of the year. The August winners. We got village wow. idiot, AKA village United. And first we got Vyabov, Vyabov, Jane, AKA Shroot farms and second and Nicholas, Adamson, aka Silky Clean Sheets in third. So they'll each gonna get a mug. I'll email each of you for your addresses and all that shit. Get a mug out to you ASAP. No ties. No ties. Wow. And Seems. and a new mug month starts in like twenty four hours. So. Starts now. Starts <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, basically now. So uh, and then shout out to the leader of the FML Field Public League, it's still Daniel Eberhard. 
AK Okambumo. He's up to 166 overall, so he's doing a good job right over there. Okay. Man, where do we begin? I think we need to start talking about Liverpool. Liverpool, um, yeah. Yeah. Let's start with the defense. Because um, Daniel Chester, Graham Burgler, are all asking about holding Robbo or not, which is very much on your mind. And then Hardly Boy said, for those of us idiots still on double pool defense, is it officially time to sell? Or do we keep faith with the two bad offensive teams in Everton and Wolves coming up? So where are you thinking with Robbo? Well, you know, it obviously it depends on your team's needs, but yeah. he's obviously like a pro it's a huge problem. I mean, it's past, you know, it's, it's past like, oh yeah, they're going to get better. Like they're just not, you know, they just look bad and they don't look like they're going to keep clean sheets. They look lost in games. I mean, they just, obviously they're not conceding like high volumes and, and it's like waves, but yeah. they just, there's just something about it, right? It's just almost like you watch, it's like a matter of when, not if. That's, and, yeah. Right. And I mean, he's just, yeah, he's, I think it's that coupled with, I mean, he's not like, he's still making a lot of like good runs and shit, like in the final third Robbo. And, you know, he's still getting in good positions and stuff, but, you know, it's just not enough. I mean, he's not really, there's nowhere for him to cross to. So that's taken out. Like he's just not crossing at all. And he gets so used to get a lot of assists, you know, obviously that way, like those flat crosses or just whatever. And he's getting subbed. It's just like, it's a mess, but I still think, you know, for these two fixtures, like, what are you really doing? You know, if that is the biggest problem in your team and everything else is good, then yeah, that's, you know, that makes sense to spend transfers there. But I just haven't really come across that yet. I think, you know, there's still teams where there's a lot of other issues. Um, So I still don't, you know, I'm still not, so, you know, enraged about having him if you are going to have him for Everton and Wolves before the fixtures get worse. But, you know, it's clearly an issue. Yeah, totally. I totally agree with that. And that's why I went away from other defenders. It's it's eight and nine games. Eight out of the last nine games they've conceded first, which is just fucking crazy. Well, what do you think uh, about Trent? Like, I mean, I know you don't have him. But I mean, it, it it is like he looks like fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I know. For also. the next, for the next two, you know, it's it's sort of the same answer. It's like for the next two, I think you can confidently keep him because he can just you know get an assist, Max Bones, whatever. Everton just like don't attack at all. I think Darwin back is like the biggest thing that will spark the attack because the attack obviously hasn't been there this season, you know, except for the. Bournemouth game, but that doesn't really count. But like, you know, so that, you know, in terms of who Robbo and Trent are crossing to, I mean, that's who you're crossing to. So that is like a big change in everything that's happening. But yeah, I mean, I I think Trent is still a good pick. I just didn't think he was worth it. And that's ultimately why I didn't go there. But um, yeah, I feel like with Robbo, it's different than Trent, though, because he's underlapping so much more and not like yeah. in positions to cross. And Trent's still like doing more. I mean, he's, maybe, you know, he does a little bit on it, but he's still like, he's still putting crosses. And I feel like when I'm watching, I mean, Robbo still you know? took five corners and put in yeah, five corners. crosses. You yeah. know, like it, the volume is still there. He's just yeah. like not as good. Yeah. Um, but Darwin, I think, is like a big, that's like the big Liverpool thing right now. So Halvard yeah. said Darwin's available for game week six. Might be the best third Liverpool asset. Do we move on him now or is it better to get the Serbian god Mitro? Is he the best third forward? Um, Daniel asking, do we go Diaz to Darwin, which seems crazy to me. I mean, Sides and Frankenstein also asking about bringing him in now. I mean, where are you out on people like kind of maybe with just like an eye on the next two game weeks, just kind of taking that high upside punt of like, yeah, I mean, he's probably in Liverpool have like, 
they're playing Wednesday night to Saturday morning, like they short oh, turnaround Bob. for Bob. You know, I mean, Bob's never played this much in three years. This is, this is right crazy. now, I mean, this is the most minutes he's played in this amount of time, and literally in three years. Yeah, and they obviously have the great two fixtures. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's a good good punt to take right now if you can get there. I mean, the more I know, like initially, I was like super out on Darwin, but the more like they stay kind of playing this way and the more i think of that just like you know with jota out still i mean it's just i feel like he's maybe gonna be actually better than mo like as a pick this year i think that's actually totally possible so like i'm sore i mean it's you have to obviously use your imagination but this thing about mo playing like further away from goal like it's just hasn't changed. You know, I mean, they haven't had Darwin and they've looked like absolute dog shit and he's still playing, you know, pretty wide. Um, so when everything looks like it's like, oh yeah, this is what's going on to try and get Darwin the ball in the box and, you know, funnel it towards him, but he's not there. Right. I mean, that's what we've been seeing, but when he is there, you know, I mean, yeah, all of this shit seems like it would make a lot more sense. So you know, it seems like he's going to be the focal point and Mo's going to kind of be like more the floater or more like the hanger arounder around him <laughs> sort of thing, right? Like filling in spaces, coming in and, and at being the second guy in the box when the situation calls for it. But he's also going to be like creating and wide and he's doing these triangles. Like, I'm still not sure. Like, I feel like Harvey's doesn't, I feel like Harvey's a really bad player for FPL Sala. Like, I don't have mm. much on that, but I just feel like whenever I've watched Harvey play, it's like he's so active and busy and wants to get forward so much that, like, Mo has to kind of take a little bit more of a back seat and mm. take more of a creative role in that triangle on the right hand side. And, you know, I think I just, you know, I just have been very unimpressed with Mo in general this season. And, you know, he's missed a sitter or two, but. You know, I think there is something to be said about looking at this now. I mean, it's really the first time I've thought of it, um, like really this week, because I've it's been like kind of lingering. But I'm just I keep watching them. I'm just like, what's he doing? You know, I know. And ben, what do you this think? Is Bennett's question, and I'm was really surprised that he was the only one on our Discord that asked about this. Was asking basically if if Mo isn't necessary anymore. He said, Holland's starting to look like a possible perma cap. If so, does that mean 13 million for Mo becomes much worse value as we're, as we're not capping him and no Mo becomes less of a risk because his EO will drop more to like 70%, not 150%. Speaking of someone who's yeah. thinking of Raz and Darwin over Mo and a defense, you know, yeah. that and that stuff. is, that's a huge factor that no, also, that's right? a With, huge factor. We're watching these two teams, city machine, absolute rolling over everybody. Granted, they've played home NFO, home Bournemouth, but even in the tough, like they're just scoring goals. Liverpool is stuttering, stumbling. Sure, with Darwin back, you know, Mijota's back, the midfield, blah, blah, blah. But but we're talking about like in weeks or if not months, like they might be looking better. What the fuck fixture difference do you have to see to cap Mo over like Holland? Like it would would have to be a big difference, I think. In a normal season... Mo at Everton, home Wolves in six and seven, he'd be like 180% EO. I'm not like, even considering him. Like, no one would even think twice about capping him. Yeah. Anything else would be just like put put to the side. But yeah, so I think it is a really, it really is a big consideration. I, I don't have as much um, belief as you do in him like playing wider and floating more and stuff. I think that that is all on like 
Bob more than it is on Harvey. Like, I think not having a legitimate goal threat, which, you know, I say as Bob has like 500 goals and 500 assists in the last <laughs> yeah, two games, but not having an actual like goal in box goal threat in the middle just makes it so hard to be Mo and get into the box. Like, I was seeing it over and over against Man United, especially of just like, there's just no one in the middle of the box for Liverpool because Bob is just playing like DM and Mo's just over there. And there's just like their whole defense just shifts over. So it's like Malasia and Scott on Mo with fucking Lissandro Martinez. Yeah. Right. They're waiting. And it's like, what do you want him to do? You know? And that's true. So to me, I'm like, I think Darwin opens up the game a lot for Mo and we'll see him just getting more into the box and stuff like that. But you know, it's, the point still stands that if we're not capping him, is it really worth thirty million? And I feel like the the answer is probably not. But the other answer is like, okay, but who are you getting? And I think that's when it becomes a lot harder. Sure. I mean, I I think that like having Darwin instead of Mo is a consideration. Yes. For I agree. you know, I mean, it's four million, and the fixtures are tougher, and he's still going to be the nine in the box. Like Mo is still like a winger. You know, I mean, yep. Obviously, it's more of like a second four, whatever, however you want to call it. But, um, so I mean, I think, but no, I think what you're saying for sure is. Like if Mo with Darwin coming back in, if Mo starts to look a little bit more like we're used to seeing him, you know, you you could still, you know, looking forward, like we're wild carding in sixteen, like they have these tough fixtures. So I mean, it's you know, you can obviously always get killed by not having Mo, but yeah, I'm I'm just like three games ago wouldn't even think about this, and now I'm like, right. yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'm going to do that, you know, on wild card. I'll probably still have Mo, but you know, I think it's just something that's definitely worth thinking about. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I think that it's just like, we're like preparing ourselves for this type of thing that might be, you know, I feel like the elite managers, those kind of types of people will not change Ofmo for a long time. And this might be the type of thing where we're just jumping off like ahead of them and just being like, no, like, fuck what the algorithm says to do. Like, this is just isn't worth a 13 million pick right now, but we'll see. But that yeah. that was also Yoma name Allen too. He said, I'm considering considering Kev got a rest against Forrest. Is Mo to Kev to cap Kev viable this week, potentially with Mo straight back in after? And I feel like that just almost like encompasses what we're talking about. Like I'm sitting here, I my cap's on Kev. I'm like, Holland's probably gonna rest. I'd rather have Kev than Mo. Yeah, I I agree with that. I mean, whether or not your team is like that's what you want to be doing. You know, is another question, but yeah. you know, if that I think that's in a vacuum, yeah, go for yeah. it. Yeah, but are you you still think that that's better than capping Holland? Well, I mean, I don't think Holland's going to start every game. You know, yeah, but I mean, they, then the game he doesn't start could be the champion. I mean, it's fucking Champions League group. Like they should walk. It could the group, be, but it's you know two days. You know, I mean, he said before the pile up that he's not going to start every game. This just yeah, seems like the obvious minutes. one. Yeah. To, to rest. And, you know, maybe I'm overthinking it. Maybe he just scores fucking 11 goals <sighs> against Villa like and it's just. Yeah. I'm just like really worried about not capturing Holland yeah, like, ever, really. But the thing with Kev is that I'm like certain he's going to start. No, that's, that's for sure. But so, yeah, it's you know, close. It's, it's definitely it's risky and no one owns Kev. So I'll be on an island on that. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, that's just, I feel like at some point, 
you got to back the fact that he's not going to start every game. It's still Pep. It's still City attacker. I mean, yeah. he's still extremely injury prone. You know, they don't need him. Villa is the bottom three team in the league. So, yeah, I mean, it's you, you know, we, we look at this like, you know, you don't need Holland for 28 games of the 38 to win, right? But it's still just yeah. like he's fit. He wants to play. Like they're still getting rhythm. They're still getting used to each other. Yeah. Like all of these games matter so much for their end goal of like winning every trophy. And, yeah. you know, if, you know, any singular game in the 38 is more important than the first, second, third group games of the Champions League. You know, I mean, they, Fact. if they need to win few games and like they'll then they'll play good players in game four or five six whatever yeah yeah you know no, I mean? yeah, yeah. so you know i'm still looking at this like and again right with the nfo thing same exact kind of thing where we're like sitting here like okay well we know mo's gonna start but like is holland or something oh, like don't know don't know like yeah. some people captain mo just because of that reason when it's yeah. home nfo you know i yeah. mean he bangs a hat trick in, in an hour and you know if mo doesn't get that you know after stoppage time <laughs> you know, five slash 10 point, like, you know, then yeah. that's a huge difference. Like getting yeah, a 17 yeah. to 17 to 10 was not a big difference. Like that was massive, but 70 to five, huge difference. So, you know, I feel like it's back to thinking about Holland, like Kuhn, like when city were in their pomp and Kuhn was fit, you just captain him, you know, unless if it's a, t- a hard away fixture, like you just captain him. And, you know, if he doesn't start in some game, then you're like, all right, I got fucked. But if when he starts, he scores goals and so many points, you know? So, yeah, I don't know. I still feel like Holland is just like fine to captain against Villa, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and he might sub on like, what did Kev play like 20 minutes or something? He yeah. might play 20 minutes and get a brace. So yeah. that's also a thing that could happen, but you know, maybe he'll sway me, but for now I'm going to keep it on Kev, but let's just, let's jump to city unless you have more Liverpool stuff. No, no. I mean, I think it's just in general, right? It's just, they're in, more or less like great disarray and you know hendo's out for a long time now yep and yeah they got the new guy in who like you know couldn't get a game at juve and also never gets fit you know i mean it's a good added yeah, numbers also but, has like one day of training he's not gonna yeah. play yeah i mean it's we're gonna see the darwin effect but i mean the midfield is still like a big issue and it's it's putting so much pressure on still Luis Diaz, you know, who really has never had this much pressure on him in his life. And then these children in El in, in Elliot and, and Harv and, and Carvalho, you know, so it's like yeah. there's still these structural issues like in who's For playing sure. and stuff. So and I still think just, Joe Gomez is a problem. I like the player like individually, but yeah. He's just so passive. And I'm like, no, yeah. that's like the opposite thing we need defensively next to Virgil. It's like, I need you to yeah. go win the fucking ball, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, um, I mean, he's very much the fifth choice center back, you know, being playing every game. I mean, it's just, there's so many things there. So it's just, yeah, I'm just, it's tough with Liverpool. Yeah. Um, Son Holland, Glenn Denning, Aston Villa fan. He said, how do we weigh up Holland rotation risk versus the shocking state of Aston Villa? I'm legitimately petrified thinking about what they're going to do to us. And Jabroni said, how crazy of an idea is it owning Holland and Alvarez during this type fixture run? Yeah, I mean, the cuz has that. He has both of them going. It's kind of sick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's pretty insane, especially I saw Jack is back in training. I mean, it's just... It's it's tough to to make up numbers when you're looking at you know Alvarez compared to like Mitro or someone like that, who's going to be yeah. pretty sure, you know, it's pretty similar price bracket, you know, is just going to be like starting every game and shit. But I mean, I think to me, the bigger thing with city is like, I know they got a Kanji in, which is an absolutely sensational 
pick up for them. He's so, so good. good. That is yeah. such a fucking amazing fit for City. Unreal. But they they look like they are going to just break records in terms of goal scoring. Like I kind of just want three attackers. <laughs> like Yeah. I mean, I feel that. If anything hap- has been happening more and more is like I feel like Foden is like not in enough teams, honestly, because yeah. he seems yeah. like he's just as similar to like Kev and Holland is like most important player. Yeah. You know, status. and him and Holland are just striking up he's, like a partnership. Yeah, yeah. Like he's starting to be like, Oh shit. Like the, that the 3000 minutes I played last year where I couldn't do any of this, like I can do this yeah. now. And like, yeah, we're kind of, of seeing the, that before our very eyes. Right. Yeah. One of the most notable things I think, well, obviously there were like the moments when phone didn't pass to Holland and Pep kept saying in the post game, you know, like he's there, like he's always going to be there. They just have to get used to it. When you watch the highlights back of the game, like Holland legitimately could have had like five or plus goals because Every time, if you just freeze frame any time a city player is going to shoot or anything, Alvar, just freeze frame on Alvarez's goals. Holland is just far post unmarked. Like every single time, it's like ridiculous. And yeah, I mean, if phone's just learning that and just curling them in and, you know, all the time, yeah, it's just. Yeah. And I think it's also like his usage, right? Like Pep is like using him like he's the most, one of the most important, like, like subbing yeah. him so early, like yeah. giving him those, giving him 90 against those in the game with the Newcastle and Palace games where they, you know, needed goals and like they were behind goals. and shit. Like he's just like, he looks like he's just going to continue to improve as the season progresses. I'm like very interested in Foden. Yeah. The only and, way that Alvarez is would be a better pick. The the problem with Alvarez is like we really have no idea how good he is. Yeah, right. Because like yeah, he comes in, scores two goals for Santa. I felt like it couldn't be more. And it was already like four 0 right? Yeah, it couldn't be more meaningless. Like <laughs> yeah. it, it's not well, it's even good. a data I mean, point. It's, it's good that he did them, but it's no, good I mean, projecting like, to the future, right? Yeah, I'm not like oh shit, another thirty goal scorer on City. But yeah. if he's really good, which he definitely might be then it might be worth just having him because, yeah, he's going to start some games with Holland. He's going to start some games without Holland. He's going to sub on when they need goals. And he might get fucking 20 goals for all I know. But it's just it's just a much bigger yeah. punt than like a photo. I, I think it's just really, really early to do this. Like, I think if yeah, it's game, yeah. you know, game week 13, well, I guess then there's the World Cup, but like, I think when we look later in the season and we have a better idea of where he is on the pecking order of all of the Grealish, Mares, like, you know, Bill, whatever, like where yeah. he is, then that would make more sense. But if he's just like behind Grealish and Mares and shit and he's like the last guy, yeah. then he's just not, he's going to start like, you know, what, seven league games yeah. or something. And then yeah, it's just, he's yeah. never a pick. And even just Champions League data, like, we don't yeah. really know how he's going to use Holland and, you know, all that stuff. So, you know, Alvarez might just, like you said, he might just play the group games because they're less important, the first few, and then, yeah. you know, yeah. not play in the league. So, you know, we'll see. But um, It's fun, though. Yeah. I mean, City you are know. just, they're kind of making a joke out of the league is the only bad part of it but yeah, it is well, fun to watch it's fun to watch i mean it's, yeah it's definitely fun to watch i mean it's not your old city of just control 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 you no. know win one nil win two nil it's like we are going to absolutely disassemble you every game yes. and it's like yeah. it's they can't do any like it's like you Pep's watch just like having helpless so much fun yeah look at pep's wearing his nice clothes now and yeah he's like clapping he's just clapping fucking feeling it. 
I mean, we're gonna Before get some of was, these soon. Yeah, you know, Before he was wearing that, the like wax, like sad droopy shit. Yeah. Like he's like, I'm sad. Like here's yeah. my wax droopy city shirt. Like now he's fucking all in. It's amazing. It is funny because it's like you know, last year they still scored 96 goals, but they were so fucking boring. <laughs> Yeah, well, because they because ten of them were against Bur- or Burnley, so yeah, it's like true. The discount. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, it does feel like the old like Raz and Coon days and stuff like that. It's just like holy shit. Yeah. But um, yeah, we we got two questions on the defense also. So John said, "Is is the second best city defender now Stones over Walker?" And Johnny D said, "Now that Kinsella got his once per season dong out of his system, is he still looking droppable?" Or is it worth paying the premium for being almost nailed? And then, you know, Akanji obviously complicates things as well. I mean, I think Akanji is by far the best center back in the team right I now. Completely I agree. don't even think it's close. I think he's yeah. miles better than all of the other, including Laporte. So, but is he going to just instantly come in? You know, don't know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, was he, pl- I didn't, I didn't do research on him, but was he playing for BVB or was I don't he know. Up to- I'll check while you're talking. Okay. Yeah, I mean, well, the good thing about it, is, I mean, no one's fucking probably bringing any bring him in now, but we we will have a couple games worth to a game Has, to see. Hasn't but, played this season, yeah. So who knows? He might be a little bit longer, might be not fit or something. Yeah, I mean, I think just the very, I you know, the the presence of him now in the team means that I want absolutely nothing to do with any of the center backs. You know, I, I just we don't know who's going to be playing at all. We have no idea. We have no idea, and or when. I mean, what we do know is that Akanji will be playing. Who he will be playing with, we do not know. I mean, Walker is still just sitting there, you know, getting yeah, his little six one. points. Yeah, getting his six points per game. You know, it's it's it, it's it not, ain't much, but it's on it the ain't much, but it's on the <laughs> exactly. So I mean, he's definitely to me the one, and I think he's probably just better than Cancelo. Like I think he's just the best one to have. Dude, it's so tilting that Cancelo gets a goal. I know, dude. I mean, but what do you want? I mean, he, I know, he has, I know. yeah. But I was actually thinking a little bit about Cancelo because, you know, the two games where he has attacker returns are home NFL and home Bournemouth. And I don't think that's a coincidence. I mean, when you look at like where he was playing those weeks compared to the others, he was way further forward and in the final third against those two dog shit teams. It's weird to say for like a defender. But it does sort of seem like fixtures determine if he's going to be more DME or if he's going to be more yeah. wingery, you know? Yeah. yeah. So there might be something to that in the future, you know, if they have like a good run or something like that, we can be like, oh, yeah, like this is these four games we want can sell, maybe even like cap or something if Holland's hurt or whatever it is. But yeah, when I look at like, I mean, at, at Villas, they're just yeah. as bad as those teams, so he might. But then, you know, it's home Spurs, at Wolves, home Man United, home Southampton, at Liverpool, at Arsenal. Like, he's going to be DM, I think, in all of those games, yeah. Cancelo. Yep. So, and yeah. picking up cards because he doesn't yeah. play defense. So, yeah. probably not worth it, I would say. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, this week he could just be, <laughs> dude, yeah. fucking Villa, man. I know. I know, man. <laughs> at least they have, done, they have done Donker. It's all good. Problem solved? Problems. If the answer to the question is not Dundonker, then just ask a different question. Then the other answer is Bednarek. If you're not good enough for a Southampton center back, I mean, look at how good Vestergaard's career took off. He left Southampton. (laughs) It's it's fucking incredible. Bednarek is so bad. It's just like making up, it's literally just making up numbers. It's like, what is the actual point of adding someone who's worse than everyone we already have? I I don't don't understand. Yeah. Town Chambers is a 
50 times better than Benarek. So I think much better. Vol- than oh, yeah. He's better in every way. But Vol- <laughs> I think insane. Voldy was saying, like, Villa's starting to, like, remind him of Everton. This was, like, yeah. preseason. Not oh, even, yeah. like, before the disaster. Great shout. Great shout. Like, their, their age profile is all fucked. Their yep. wage bill is, like, fifth highest in the country or something. They're buying 30-year-old. They're spending real money on 30-year-old Diego Carlos, 30-year-old Coutinho, like, all this shit. They're pan. They have no idea what the fuck they're doing. They're Dude, yeah. Do you know who I have the most respect for after this dust is settling? Mm-hmm. Carney Chukwemeka. What a absolutely legend. Refused, threw his tools down. Refused to show up. <laughs> refused to sign his contract. Said I will not sign a contract. Do not about, even ask me. How about Jack? The Jack and when we watch the thirty by, for thirty of Jack in twenty years yeah. from now, and he's oh just like, God. no, it's a fucking mess. He's like, <laughs> Dean Smith didn't know what he's doing. Transfer didn't know what they were doing. I had to get oh out of my there. God. Anyone it's, who got out of there is a just humongous win. This is the team that they should have been doing all or nothing for next year. On. Yeah, oh my God. missed opportunity for that. Too bad Doug Louise got held hostage, or he'd be on our cast right now. So. But um, another uh, really bad defense is uh, Chelsea, and we got a bunch of questions about him. So X50 said, is Fafana an easy transfer in, or should we be worried about Chelsea's defense? Um, Side said, is the Chelsea defense worth? Um, blah, blah, blah. They, things have to trend up. Ray, why are we sitting on multiple Chelsea assets when they're a complete mess trying to integrate many new faces? And then Tio, we're assuming James will move to right wing back with the arrival of Fafana. Is he worth the one million over Kukurea? Double Chelsea doesn't feel Did great RLC right now. Did RLC get hurt? No. Hmm. Interesting question. <laughs> Interesting assumption. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, basically, you're on the double. Oh no, you got rid of Reese, but a lot of people yeah. are on the double. Like, what, the, what, what are they up to, dude? That was. I well, think this is one of my rightest calls of the preseason. Was like, I don't know about Chelsea. Yeah. You know? Well, the the Juve DM kid that they got is a big deal. Zakaria. That's like, yeah, Zakaria. I think that's a big deal for them because that's exactly the type of like addition that they needed um with conte you know perpetually injured yep that's you it's huge that's huge i mean that's a huge thing and you know you would obviously yes assume and imagine that now with fafana available and the center back numbers who where they have that he's going to actually just stop this four at the back thing and go back to you know what he's always wanted to do i mean that's what the really can't not do that it would be yeah. insane not to do that. Yeah. Um, he would be benching like his best player if he did that, if he wasn't going to be playing one of Tilv or, you know, Fafana or Koulibaly, whatever. Um, but it's still all of these players who are just, they just showed up, you know, like they've never played together. They have no cohesion. He's, he's changing the attack like before our very eyes, like who is going yeah. to be settled and playing up there. Like it actually does matter a lot, like what is going on in front of the defense and in the midfield to like have that kind of cohesion of like the unit together. And you know, oh yeah, Ziyech is playing. It's like, well, Ziyech does nothing at all remotely close to what any of the three <laughs> attackers did before. Like, okay, Mount's dropping in in midfield now. It's like everything is changing every game week. And yep. you know, part of that is due to personnel being injured. Part of it's due to his mad, insane, weirdo tinker vibes. But there's so much unsettling that it is unsettling to own their picks because we just don't know what they're going to do. I mean, losing 
to fucking Southampton is bad and they very much I deserve to lose units. i lost many units on that. yeah <laughs> i mean after going up one nil like they very much deserve to lose that game i mean they got destroyed by leeds you know a couple game weeks ago yep. you know they're they're in in some type of shambles right now and they have a really tough game against west ham west ham started playing better last game yeah i expect west ham to get something yeah yeah i mean a draw looks likely you know if i was to bet on this game it'd be a draw but i mean it's just it it just there's a lot of there's so many question marks around Chelsea right now. Um, it just makes me feel like I don't want anything to do with any of them, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, long story short, I think Reese is the only guy I want right now. And if you're wildcarding, I mean, I think it'd be obviously worth consideration of like, do you even want him? But I think like, because I held him and he's in training and shit like that, I think he's still assuming he's going to play right wing back is still good pick and going to get a lot of attack returns. But the defense is very, very worrying. I I wanted to pull this up. There's this guy, FPL Chase on Twitter. He does really good charts and stuff like that. So this is the non-penalty XG conceded rolling 10-game average. So it's month by month, all this. And you just look at Chelsea. It's fucking hard to even find them. They're in the middle of the pack. They're just going down a lot they're in a really bad situation right now chelsea is usually third right behind city and liverpool and everything and they're just conceding tons of chances tons of goals and it's really bad men we've talked about mendy fell off a cliff it's definitely worrying like yeah yeah yeah, Mendy's yeah. a problem. I mean, Mendy looks absolutely diabolical every time the ball comes but near Kepa him. He's just like capable of throwing the ball in his own net. I will say though, they have a pretty good run up until the World Cup. Like they have Liverpool, and then otherwise, it's like generally good. Fafana's fucking four point four million. Like, yeah, I'm. I think that's just a fucking amazing pick. Period. I, like, I don't like, give it. I know they're in. Like we're comparing them to the Chelsea we're used to, yeah. but when you're comparing them to the other, like you know, Brighton or like sixteen you know, teams in the league, Palace, yeah. like yeah. Fafana's four four. You know, what I mean, I, I think that's yeah. still a really good pick. I I agree. I just think when I look at home West Ham at Fulham, home Liverpool, I genuinely don't expect them to keep any cleans in those three. But, that's and then what you, it starts but that's really what you good. get out of a four four. It's like you don't you're not buying him to start him every right, week. Right, you know what right, I mean? You're right, putting right. him in a rotation. It's like, oh hey, yes. instead of this being like, you know, dunk, it's it's the Chelsea guy. You know, I guess I'm just thing. saying I would just personally wait and just yeah, get him that's game fine. week nine. Like that's the, fine. He, he's that's not gonna fine. price rise unless he fucking like scores or something. So yeah. no, and that's fine. That's fine. Um and then a couple other questions because the obs deal is done. Jitterbug said Raz currently seems like he's going to ship yeah, points. What the yeah. fuck are <laughs> they doing? It's so and, ridiculous. I know. However, do we think obs arriving in Chelsea will make him a worse ass than an Oxford? Same question. Obs does obs help or hurt Sterling? Trying to decide whether hold or right. sell him. I just, <laughs> like, <laughs> I I get I just, it. I want nothing to do. I want just nothing. I don't want any I, of this. I don't want I, any of this fucking nonsense. I get buying obs or buying any striker it doesn't like it doesn't matter his name on the back because they're getting literally nothing from kai or mount in terms of goal scoring they have one striker on the team it's brush they were trying to like loan and sell out i mean they don't have any strikers so and every and raz's numbers are fucking amazing he raz is doing exactly what we thought he would 
He's Pretty he's much, yeah. he's getting a good shots. He has good XG. He's scoring goals, and just everything around him is just like completely falling apart. So I understand yeah. getting him, but yeah, I don't know what it means for Raz. I don't know where he's going to play or how he's going to play or like what the hell's going on. So uh, I'd be worried even even with Raz. Yeah, definitely concerned. Yeah. Um. Another topic is just Rodrigo replacements. I mean, yeah. he's out yeah. for a month, and everyone has yeah. him. I already got yeah. rid of him. Um, oh, you did? did you yeah, get- yeah, remember, I didn't want to get the... I didn't oh, want to just like lose... Guy? Yeah, I just got Reed again, which okay. I kind <laughs> of regret doing because... You could have gotten more. I No, I just could have gotten any of the kind of fun mids who have good fixtures or something like that yeah. and just play them for two game weeks or something, but we'll get there. But yeah, I mean, Balski and Hemdog, what do you do with Rodrigo? Hemdog and Skim asking about Morgan Gibbs white. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Listen, I don't know. Um, Sutton asking about Mitro, Wilf Barnes, JWP picks is Bilva. The answer, John, do we trust the grobbing? Um, Warren and Skim also asking about JWP. Um, or Cat Fink suggesting a double move out of the price bracket entirely. I mean, where where are you going with Rodrigo? What are you thinking with Rodrigo? Um, well, I mean, I think it depends on your team, like what you're looking to do. Because if I'm, you know, I'm wild carding soon, so I'm looking at this almost like a one week punt. But I think if you're looking at it for more, you know, oh, I want to hold it till game week eight or maybe even longer, whatever. I mean, I think you you could probably just cut it down to JWP or Grob. Um, yeah. From what I'm, unless if you can go up. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, JWP is like fucking basically the same price, but or double um, change to forward, which is Kathings thing, which I think yeah, a lot of people Mitra, are doing. Mitro, Mitro went yeah, up. Mitrovich. Yeah, Mitrovich. So I think people like are doing that. Pick. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, but JWP, I mean, he has City and Liverpool, you know, before the World Cup, not coming that soon. But other than those two, I mean, he's just set and forget him, dude. It, it does not matter. And Ralph is just like doing a great job with Southampton as usual. And some of the young guys they bought seem to be pretty good. And he's just going to keep getting points. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of those, they got some tough fixtures out of the way and, you know, he's got, he had the goal the first game week on that kind of broken weird ass play. And then he got, you know, one assist against Leicester, but you know, they're going to get more set piece opportunities in the, in the easier fixtures, which are coming. So, you know, at six, five, he's not, you know, he's not going to score hat tricks obviously, but he's, he's steady. I like him more than Grob. You know, I mean, I think they're a very similar type player and he has pens, right? Which is a big deal. And now that Grob's price keeps going up, 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 you know, and Brighton's fixtures are way, 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 way more hard or more difficult than than Southampton. So a lot, you know, yeah. yeah, So I I think JWP is a pretty nice selection there. What what do you think? I like the pick a lot. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about Bill? He's six, nine. So it's going up a little bit. I'm just so uninterested. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm just so sick of it having the conversation. I mean, maybe maybe that's blinding me, but like I'm just so sick of having the conversation yeah, I build. Mean, you know, I think the uh, the one thing that's a little bit different now than in years past is just like how many goals that they're scoring. You know? I know it's fucking and, crazy. You know, before it was, you know, he is doing like the same things now, role wise, right? Then that yeah. we're used to seeing him playing, popping up in similar positions. Yeah. You know, not getting insane numbers or anything like that. But you know, 
he's still just like put up six, nine, 13 in his three start last start. You know, I mean, it's I like, know. that's know. really good. You know, he's still one of the best players in the world. And, but it's you just know, like, I, you know, I look at that and I'm like, start. that's what happened. I don't, it's not what I expect to keep happening. You know, it's like Kev mm-hmm. blanked in a four goal game. Like, yeah. is that what people expect to happen? Cause I don't, you know, so it's like, I don't know, these city fucking points, you know, other than Foden, Holland, I'm just like, I don't know, Kev, Kev. I'm like, yeah. I don't know where attacking points are going to come from. It seems like yeah. a different place every week. Yeah, and like Gundo's going to play some, Bern- I mean, Bill's obviously he's not going to play them all, Grealish will come back into the four, like those are all yeah. going to be just kind of switching, swapping kind of yeah, things. Yeah, Mars so. will start the odd game, he, he has yeah. two starts already, I, I, don't, I don't know, I don't like the build, like compared to a JWP, I just, I just kind of don't get it, to be honest. Yeah. What about the NFL shout? Because they do have insane fixtures coming up. They have home Bournemouth at Leeds, home full in the next three, just like looking at at Leicester, home Villa. Yeah, it's, no, I mean, they have like the best fucking fixtures, but like, yeah. what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> Who's going to get points? Like, Is this are, team capable can, of scoring goals? Like, are they a team? Yeah, like, or are they just random people that have just you actually seen a single thing from Morgan Games? Why to be like, this is a pick? Like, Should I hit I ha- in Dennis and Captain? I haven't. Yeah, Dennis. Like, they the have only, Dennis. If the only guy's Nico, like, honestly, is the only fucking yeah. guy that I would get on NFO and feel good about. And uh, yeah, I don't know. So, would you start Nico? Well, Nico suddenly under threat, though. Oh, because Surge. <laughs> I could see Serge like doing something dirty to like hurt him or something, so he gets in the team. I mean, you know who's best friends with Pogba's brother? Is he? No, but, I mean the stories. They you know, could the cast French, a spell. The French connections. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the they spells, could cast a spell. The, there's something the going on over there. The yeah. curses, the warlocks, the witches. Could yeah. hey, prove to yeah. me that it doesn't work. All of Nico's hair is going to fall out overnight. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Beware, Nico Williams and your, and your Welsh family. Or your, he's Welsh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you start him like at Leeds home Fulham, or are those like two bad attacking fixtures? You just want him home Bournemouth? Like, I still don't know what to do with Nico and NFO. I think like, I, if you own him. I think genuinely startable. Just all of those? All of them. Just keep, just go and hope he scores a couple goals. Just hope there's. Two cleans in the next five. Yeah. Which seems like their cap, but that would be amazing. And then his attacking numbers are fucking insane. Ridiculous. Absolutely fucking insane. If if anyone was doing this on any other team, we would all have the player. No question. Yeah. Yeah. If this was a player, yeah. No, totally. So if he was on West Ham, he'd be in every team. Every single team. And he's going to get an assist and a goal soon. It just hasn't happened yet. So, yeah, yeah that's that's Nico. But that's yeah, I, Nico. I I like the JWP pick a lot. I went down, so I'm thinking about going up to a forward, like a Metro or something like that. But yeah. we should talk about forwards because ton of questions about forwards too. We just get a ton of questions now. That's just the podcast we are. But um, Glenn, Wolfgang, picks <laughs> James, Fabrizio, Gabamin, all look at Mitro versus Tony versus Darwin versus Ishak for the third forward spot. Uh-huh. And and then Kendall said, "Do you think it's Callum when he's fit and Ishak when when he's not? Um, is is Mitro just too inevitable and obvious, or are you?" It's still at Spurs home Chelsea, right? It's still 
tough. Yeah, I mean, it's, or, it's, they're not. There's still three. You know, he's going to be facing three center backs in both those games, and you know, they're not going to be focusing on much else other than him. Yeah. Um. You know, that's just how those games are going to go. Um, but he's just defying it all. I mean, the numbers are still underlying, just out of control. And out of control. He's just like, they're having fun. He's having fun. Like, yeah, it looks good. But I still do believe in, you know, that the fixtures matter here, especially for a team like Fulham, even though his numbers have continually looked good. I mean, he does have a lot of headed chances. So, yeah. you know, I think they have to be taken a little bit with grains of salt there when you look at his just the raw numbers without watching him play and watching the yeah. games. Um, I mean, if, if you can time it out and wait to miss these two, I think that's ideal Me too. but if you can't and you're like i need to do something with rodrigo i have two frees i don't want to go shopping in this jwp bracket i want mitro for the long term and you're already wild card it's like yeah just do it just you know, get hope him you, yeah. just hope you hope he does the things in the tough fixtures and then you just have him in because um he just looks like a really good pick and i mean in terms of all those other names i think the only one really that would rival him would be darwin you know just because granted it's a totally different price bracket it's two and a half million more but you know he just plays on a team that can actually create a million chances and fuck teams upside down and that's just not what mitro's team does so you know does mitro have hat trick potential like no i mean he misses pens and shit like he just doesn't i mean darwin does right yeah exactly yeah and ishak obviously we both love him but, you know, people are thinking about doing him for a two-week punt and then Mitro. It's like, it's, it's not worth it. He, he doesn't have good fixtures. Like, home pals at West Ham. Like, if he had two bankers, I'd be like, yeah, take that punt. You know, if, he maybe was on, he, if it was NFO's fixtures. Yeah, maybe he braces in one of those and you're, and yeah. you're flying, you know. But, like, with those, I would just get Mitro. It's not worth an extra transfer. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Mitro is just inevitable. I think he'll be in every team starting Game Week 8 unless Darwin, like, pops the hell off. Yeah. Um, I mean, and Tony's star is falling. I mean, it is it is sort of like it's just he's putting on continual performances of what we are used to seeing from him, kind of, yes. where he's just facilitator. And they they were really bad against Palace. Like, they played for 10 minutes, I'd say. Yeah, they they, and, they keep doing that where they're really yeah. bad and then they make then a bunch of changes and then they because they actually had like good XG in some, but it took five yeah. subs until they even started doing anything. Yeah. Um so I mean yeah, Tony doesn't seem like he's in this kind of yeah, conversation. I don't think so. Yeah. Don't think so. It's what about it's, so, I feel like we need to talk about Southampton a little bit. Tony's weird because he's so good. But he's yeah, just, well, like, not an FPL pick. Um, yeah, what do you want to talk about Southampton? I mean, they're fucking South. They're so good. I don't I mean, they're, they're legitimately, Ralph. like, how, how are they doing I mean, this? I thought like, they I were... I don't understand. I thought they were relegation level going into the season. But I think that some of the new signings so far are just, like, really good. And that's all it takes for Ralph to, you know, put them in a position to succeed, you know? They have been so impressive to me. Yeah. Easily the most impressive team in the division. By yeah, a compared lot to, to like where we thought they were. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, they, and honestly, like they have been doing the same sort of thing where they just get all these new random ass young fucking players. <laughs> it's the old school then, Southampton thing. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, who are these guys? Oh, they all suck because you bought them for $3 million. And now we're, our team is a disaster. But first, I don't know if they didn't cost, they cost more or less, whatever. But like Mara, 
good player, Mummy, gone, Aribo, good player, Lavia, good player. Like they kept all you new see good players. When are you gonna mention Stu's Bella player? Bella Ketchup. He's the fucking best center back in the league. They have Ketchup, Perot, Walker Peters. Dude, Ketchup is so good. So like, I don't know if like, it's even sustainable to keep being this good. It seems like it. Why wouldn't it be? I mean, they, they, him, they have a good, a legitimately really good center back pairing. They have good fullbacks. They, I mean, they look good. You know, they I mean, look granted, really they're, good. they're two or three injuries away from being the worst team in the league. Yeah. But until that happens, like the way they're playing right now, they look so good. And I and really about, like that goalkeeper, dude. I was about I like to say, Bazunu. how about Ireland's Bazunu? They're not he's starting fucking, fucking McCarthy anymore. He's fucking good, dude. That he's helps. really good. I really that like helps. him. Yeah, I really like him. What I've seen McCarthy of him so far. and Forster and fucking Guan, they were just running out for the last like, yeah. three seasons. Nightmares. So yeah, I mean, that they still helps have McCarthy, so. but you know, he's not playing. So, but yeah, they're really good. Have him. They're doing they're good. good. Southampton. I, I really had my doubts, but they just like seemingly hit on a bunch of transfers. So yeah, if you yeah, do that, you're a lot better. Yeah, yeah it's it's exciting, and they still have yeah. Redders knocking around. <laughs> well, he'll, he'll have his. He'll have I saw. His four I games. saw like a Walcott was maybe signing with like West Brom or something. I was like, "Whoa! I can't believe he's still playing." I had no idea. But um, all right. Should we jump to some other questions? Sure. So Richard, the Forest fan, asking for the best NFO player for the next run. We already answered that. It's, it's Nico. Just only Nico. Yeah. Um, Wardell, could Thremium Light be a thing like Raz or Bruno, et cetera? And Jacob said, thoughts on some of the 9 to 10 million mid and forward assets. Is it worth having a spot in our teams for Raz, Bruno, Darwin types? If so, who do you like best? We haven't I talked mean, about Bruno. Yeah, I mean, it's not good that Ron didn't leave. It's just not good. We, I, I don't trust enough that he's going to play bad teams and not play. I, they need to play bad teams and not play Ron for me to want Bruno. Because if they're playing the bad teams and Ron's playing, then Bruno's like, whatever. He's bad. He's like last year. He's bad. He's not a good pick. Well, they played Southampton and Leicester and Ron didn't start those. Yeah. No. And that's a good yeah, thing. But that's so good. Then, but I'm also looking at that as like, he wanted to go. It's like a little yeah, problem. Yeah. But now that you're fucking stuck with him for the rest of the season, like, are you going to keep doing that? Because then you're basically just never going to start him, which obviously I think they should do because he's one of the worst players in the team. Yeah. But, you know, I don't, I don't have confidence that, that, that that's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. And granted, irregardless of whether or not Ron played, I mean, Man United, they didn't really fucking do anything today. They, they were didn't fucking have awful. to, I guess, but they were yeah. really bad. They just didn't yeah. create or do, they just didn't do anything. I feel like a better team just scores like four with the amount and of Lester, space that Leicester oh was leaving. God. It was Easily. just insane. Easily. And they just couldn't like get shots off. Yeah. So, I mean, and with Raz too, it's like, I think it's the same kind of concerns of like, they're a team in transition. Like, what are they doing? Who are they? Do Can we... They're playing good teams and losing, you know. I mean, at least Man United are winning the games, but that doesn't say anything for that. The fantasy assets, I guess, but you know, it just there's just uncertainty there, you know. So I, yeah. I'm not like thrilled about those picks. I think Darwin is the most exciting. Me too. Me too. Um, of this kind of price region, but I actually did want to talk to you a little bit about Spurs, um, you know, because I mean, Kane and Son aren't in this bracket; they're a little bit, yeah, up higher. But I mean. Their fixtures start to get a little bit mixed, you know, I mean, after Fulham. But do you, do you, I mean, what do you think about that in terms of like getting one of those guys as the extra? Yeah, I mean, my original wildcard thing of like Kane over any of the other third premium guys that I was looking at was mainly for like, 
I, in my head, you know, before the Holland experience, I was like, I'm going to cap them this week because I'm not sure if Holland's going to start, which I guess still stands. I think there's still good caps this week. And I'm going to cap them in game week eight when, you know, City don't know who's going to play Champions League, whatever, whatever. And uh, Liverpool have at Chelsea. So that was like my original thinking because I don't like capping Mo in the Derby. Um, yeah, I mean, I think their fixtures are insanely bad, yeah. to be honest. Like at City, at Arsenal, at Brighton are three of the yeah. next five. Yeah. But I do like them for home, Fulham, home, Leicester. I mean, the I thing about them, though, there. is those are bad fixtures on paper. But if they're going to keep committing to this like low block counterpunch, might be good. They had less fucking possession than, uh, what's it called? The fucking Western and NFO, right? I mean, didn't they? Dude, they couldn't get the ball against Forrest. They don't want the ball. Like, they don't want the, the seemingly they don't, they don't want, want the ball. It's, it's not a good way to play. Well, it's the Conte way to play. I mean, it, it really is, right? I mean, that's kind of what he did when he won the league. And, you know, I guess I'm still like very interested in Sun. <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah. That makes me yeah, just like I mean, pervert because he hasn't scored a I mean, goal he had a tap in this week. It's just Kara yeah. beat him to it. <laughs> yeah. Put it in his own net. But I mean, like, they are doing the things that I imagine that they would be doing. And I mean, I could just be totally wrong because I was very staunchly like Sun over Kane and that so far yeah, is yeah. ridiculous. He has double the points. Yeah. But I still just see him like in the future as just, you know, tip of the spear, getting the actual goal scoring opportunities. And I feel like, you know, he's still like a good pick. He's just still, you know, 11-7 is expensive. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think that's still basically true. You know, the points don't tell the whole story. If you're going to pick one of them for the next, you know, for the home Fulham and the home Leicester, I think it probably would be Sun. The thing that I'm worried about is that Sun's getting Rich. subbed every game for Rich. Yeah. And he says that Rich is going to like start one of these games. And it seems like this would be the game to start Rich. And then, like, you know, Sun plays Champions League against City or something or, like that. So. Yeah. Or the other way around where Rich plays the Champions League. Rich plays the Champions League. Yeah. So I, that just sketches me out where like I wouldn't be com- as comfortable capping Sun as I am Kane, which is yeah, again you. why I was originally on the Kane. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah, I don't but know. yeah, I just it all, like all kind of circles back to the Mo talk of right. It's like right, right. If we're going no Mo, which we're both agreeing is viable, we just need to find who to get. <laughs> yeah, which yeah. is which is difficult because we're we're talking about picks that are struggling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Jeff said a lot of people went Brighton for game week five and or bringing in Brighton guys for game week six. They have a nice little run for good budget option guys how much should we read into the midweek laws how do you rank mac allister grob and tross yeah so they have home lester at bournemouth home palace and then it gets you know a little bit tougher yeah i mean McAllister is strictly a, a pen merchant yeah um, he's not a pick yeah i mean i think grob is is definitely like the best pick there um I think Purvis is, you know, mentionable. He won he the pen, yeah. gets subbed early. You know, his buffer a lot is really highly rated. Um, has looked good, you know, to me. You know, in the leads in the full game, just eye test looks really good. And, um, you know, he he could be a good rotational piece. I mean, you know, he's like the same price as like Duncan Veltman or whatever. But 
I mean, it's still, I mean, Tross, I still am just, I don't know, like, where is he going to play? I'm not What's a believer. Happening? Yeah, I'm just not not interested. I feel like I whenever think, he gets points, is just like lucky kind of or whatever. Like the game has to yeah. be playing the exact perfect way for him to like find this little space or something. Like yeah. from a consistency standpoint, it just feels like he just goes completely, absolutely missing in games too often to, to be a pick. I feel like Rob is, is still fine though. Yeah, I think Rob's still a great pick. But if you were going to punt on someone... Like, if you were going to not get Mitro for two weeks and punt on someone, like, Welds isn't the worst pick. I mean, he just got rested. He should yeah. be starting the next two. There's no better fixtures in the league than homeless strap Bournemouth. Strictly none. You know? So, if there was ever a time for him to, like, fill his boots or something, it would be now. But, yeah. Yeah. The thing with him that's tough is, like... He just his like ceiling is a single return. I yeah. feel like you know. Yeah. So I mean, like, that's what you're it's hoping. Hard. It's like two to three returns, and Mitro doesn't get that many yeah. against so Spurs like, and Chelsea. That's yeah. that's the bet. It's a hard one. Yeah, it's a hard one. I'm um, speaking of Spurs. X50 said, "Is Paris just going to start 80 to 90 percent of games rather than the 50 to 60 percent we might have expected in preseason?" You got him, man. <sighs> What's going on? He's starting I mean, I a lot. Was... Yeah, he's started three straight. He looks, he's running in the ends of the games, like still getting in really good positions, yeah, right? I mean, it, it looks like yeah. it doesn't phase him. Um, it's just so hard to, to, to evaluate when we have no information and it's just pure speculation. Like, how is Conte going to treat, uh, the Champions League group? And, you know, historically it doesn't give too much fucks about the, European competitions and they have so many fullbacks. Like you could easily talk me into he's going to play Fulham and then he has the weak rest and he's going to, you know, he's going to play 65 against Fulham, like game done, sub yeah. him. Or, you know, no, he's not going to play Fulham. He's going to play 30 minutes in the Champions League and then he's going to be fresh for their next like little window, little run of City, Leicester, Arsenal, right? Right. I mean, right. it's just, it's such a mess. I think you, you genuinely just need to commit. Like, forget about thinking about it or talking about it. If you buy him, you just fucking keep him. And you yeah. don't think about it or look at it or ask questions or look at the leaks or anything. It's just, you just keep the player, you know, unless if he well, gets injured. I was, I was going to actually mention the leaks because they play Saturday, 3 p.m. slot, 10 a.m. slot. We should get a leak. Like, if you're willing to set your alarm for, you know, my time, 5.30 in the morning, your time, fucking nightmare in the morning. You, no, we, but will, but, we will but get no, a no, leak. No. But there's the Liverpool-Everton game. So the leak has to come so much earlier, right? Yeah, but the, usually, like so far, I should say, which you know doesn't mean it'll keep happening, but so far we've been getting it. If it's the next day, we get it. Like okay. if basically if Spurs play on Sunday and it's a Saturday deadline, we're not going to get it. And if they play on Saturday, we might get it on Friday okay. or like, you know, early in the morning or something. And then so, you just, you just, you just bench them and you just go by the leak. The leak is true. Always yeah, true. I think, just I think that that's basically viable. And like we didn't even mention it either. It's funny that the leaks still, they tried to stop the leaks from happening. They, it, it, they're so fucking stupid, FPL. I was like, oh, we'll push the fucking deadline back 30 minutes. Like, that's going to fucking stop the fucking wankers leaking the team sheet. Instead of just making it five minutes before, you know, everyone has the team sheets. Like, every other fantasy game in the world for every other sport, they're like, no, we're going to do it the opposite direction. Yeah. So fucking stupid. But we're going to make I was it more frustrating mention, for our users. Exactly. I was going to mention 
when we were talking about Darwin and shit and Robbo, I didn't, I forgot is like Liverpool's the seven thirty in the morning game. Decent chance we'll get some sort of lineup whispers or something like that. If Darwin's in or Robbo's in, if Simicos is in, whatever it is, if, if that's God. like, you know, if you're thinking about hitting There's in Darwin, no way that Robertson's not going to start this game. I fucking He's not going to throw Shimkas. I have to say that. He's I, looked terrible. Shimkas has looked terrible. Not against Newcastle, I didn't think. I thought he was terrible. His balls have been terrible. I mean, he's been so reluctant to play him in any and game where Robbo looks shattered. I feel like Robbo no looks way. really bad, though. I, I don't know. I, don't, I don't, know. don't feel like he I, looks like himself at all. Yeah. But, but it's a darb. Know. I mean, it's like he's not going to fucking say, hey, Robbo, let go. You're sitting on the bench with this fucking Greek weirdo. Dude, he's fucked off the darb before, and Origi yeah. just braces, and it doesn't matter. But, yeah, like, I don't know. Anyway, it, but we this are, is we all besides the, the point. I'm yeah, just talking, talking about, about the league. Yeah. It's definitely something to pay attention to if you're, like, yeah. on these players or think about bringing in Darwin or whatever it is. It's like, yeah. You know. Um, Adman said, What do you do with Zinchenko and James? So, Reese is in training. <laughs> he should be fine. But Zinchenko. Do we know? I don't know anything. He has a knee yeah. injury and he's just not in the squad. Yeah, so I that think seems he should not bad. have. Yeah, I think you shouldn't keep him. Yeah, I think he should be out of every team, probably. Yep. Um. Yeah. So that. All right. We, let's let's. Well, that's it. That's enough. Yeah. No. I'm looking. Let me scan through and see if there's any good ones that we haven't touched on at all. But give me a sec here. Uh. Rammers, uh, nightmare, nightmare, nightmare. <laughs> oh, here, how about you'll like this one? Simple mug. Yeah. I know you lads don't like focusing on this usually, but can we get a minute on the price changes this season and how fucking fast dudes seem to be dropping and rising? Losing value on dudes I'm planning on getting rid of, like Archer and Robbo, is tilted me to no end. Yeah, you know, any, it's whatever. I mean, the game, the game is so stupid. They do like all this dumb fucking shit. It's whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Everyone's so cheap anyway. So like, you figure it out. You know. Yeah, it's a fact. Yeah, it's so um, stupid. It's let's talk about our so teams stupid. just for a sec. So, what are you okay. thinking of doing with your your maybe one week punt? Well, I definitely have to do Rodrigo. I mean, that's yeah, you know, that's both the, of both of us. I already yeah. did him. So you did him for a cheap guy. Did you get Mitro, Mitro in, or are you waiting, or what are you? Doing? I haven't done anything else. Yeah, I'm just okay. sitting here. I have one free and two and a half in the bank. Okay, but you need so, a starter. I don't actually because I can okay. start Gahey and Trips. So you might you just float who are playing each other. So I could float, or I could go like the aggre- the really aggro option would be Reese and Stansfield to Darwin and Nico, which I kind of love. The other option would be just get a forward for Stansfield, which is I fine. I would like that more if it weren't for a hit. I mean, because Darwin could not start. Well, yeah, I, I mean, know. I mean, that would be like a, I'd set my alarm for six a.m. type of yeah. thing. But I like that in in theory. Like, I like those combinations better. I think, but I think for doing it this week for a hit has a lot of propensity to backfire. Badly. For sure, yeah, it does. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the only he's he's probably like the only player in the game right now that I would consider hitting for because the potential is just so high. But it yeah. is obviously really risky to you know yeah. take a hit like that, especially because yeah. Reese is still going to play wing back and be good, or center back and do nothing. But, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> either way, or Fafana wing back, Reese center back. So. Hey. Um, what are you doing right, with your so team? So you're 
So you just need to figure that out. Yeah, you I need, need to, to think about think that about it tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. See, I need to make sure Reese is starting. Maybe we'll get some Darwin news or something. So yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I can do Rodrigo to like up to six nine. So basically, it's like JWP or I don't know Grob. I'm not sure. I I haven't really figured out like which one week punt looks the best. I don't know. Do you have any any strong opinions? I mean, JWP is like not a punt really in, in just like stylistically i feel like you know like he's, well, I mean, a, he's like more a, of a ticker i mean like who's gonna get the most points for one week yeah i mean honestly that's fuck yeah that's really hard that's I what mean, i want it's that's probably it's probably grab but also in the back of my head i'm like he played 180 minutes and has like two days off yeah so is this the game that he gets rested? Yeah, which it could. I mean, he could do anything. Potter could do literally anything. What do you think about Leeds at Brentham? Since that'd be a dog of a game, I don't know. Yeah, I mean Leeds. I mean, I've been, heard we don't know what midfielders for Brent. Are you talking about for a Leeds punt? Yeah, like getting Sinistera or something. Sinistera, I think, is he. He's supposed to be sick. He comes on, looks sick. You know, no Rodrigo, probably no Bamford. He doesn't seem to like Gelhart much, and like, yeah, but that is that good for him? <laughs> is that bad? Is everyone I think else it's good because he, they just need him to like shoot a lot and get the goals. Yeah, um, but I mean, Brent, Brentford at home are good. They're I mean, pretty they're like, good. Yeah, that's why a good I'm like home team. I don't yeah, know. That's that why I'm hesitant just, on that. Yeah, specific. I mean, you can't get like. Kulu, which would be really nice. No, no, no. I'd oh, how about Neto is, on Wolves? Is low. That's funny. It's really funny. No, that's kind of funny. Come on. Thank you. That was no, that's funny. good. That's good. That's good. That was a low hanging fruit. This is when you wish that Boomo was a mid. Yeah. Because I would no, actually I mean, like that pun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't like know if like I don't want to get like Wissa or I'm not going to get if I'm going to get someone who might not start, then I would get like, you know, someone on fucking City or something. I don't know. But, uh, all right, so I mean, I need to figure this out. We I need have, to figure no it idea. out. There's nothing calling out to me big time. Yeah, but I need to figure this one out. And then yeah. I'm going to probably wild card immediately on Saturday. And you're capping Holland? Yeah. Do you think it's stupid for me to cap Kev? I don't think it's stupid. Okay. No, I don't. I don't think okay. it's stupid. I don't. Honestly, if I was faced with a choice, I have no idea where I would land up. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm on Kev, and I'm just going to do it, and maybe my ass will get blasted. We'll see. Speaking of asses, no asses to slap. It's been basically two days since we potted, so no surprise. No new sign-ups. New Mugly. good Good time to sign up. Get in there. Any last words? See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow, bro. Check us out at FMLP.com. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter.